It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, uh, how you doing, man? I'm good. We uh, we're back on the horse in 2023. Back on the horse. We're trying to bring 22. These out. Yeah. What 20, year is this? 22. I, <laughs> years. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Years don't mean time. It means shit these days. Right. So. Right. That's it. Time is in the past, man. So we're in whatever year you want it to be. But we're we're back at it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you are bringing in the dope shit I'm today. Bringing in the dope shit today, and I'm thinking you're gonna like this person. Um, but you say this, but I always like the person. It's never course, there's, yeah. there's never yeah. the thing where I'm like, oh god, that was a dud. I'm yeah. waiting for that day. Actually, yeah. I feel like it's like you've flown enough flights where you're like, is this when we crash? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping to. Br- you know, just as a test, you or I should bring somebody on who just sucks. You, you know want to just mean? start messing with each other? We're yeah, not even yeah, going yeah, to yeah. put the podcast out. Just be like, <laughs> just record it and be like, hey, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just see what happens. So anyway, (laughs) without much further ado, let's just get to it because I'm excited to see what happens when uh, this person pops up. Let's do it. All right. Peace. Peace. We're not going to be able to do this the way we normally do this. Which is? Because I recognize him. So what? Uh, (laughs) Oh, is this kind of like a surprise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before we get into it, before we get into it, it doesn't matter. Shut up, Quacko. I knew you would, bro. I Fucking hell. So anyway, like, so, so, I love it. So just to be formal, Joe Kwaku Kwaku Joe. Okay. Nice to meet you, Joe. Pleasure to meet you, Kwaku. All right. Yeah. And uh, dude with the glasses, and I think it's a Yankees cap. Is that what I'm looking at? Yes, sir. Yankees. Yes, sir. You All know right. It. Good you stuff. Know it. All right. Who are you? I'm Kwaku, and who are you? I'm Atul, and this is Radio Zamunda, the dope shit. <laughs> Yes. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know how we usually do this in Rodeo Zamunda where one guy doesn't know who the other guy is bringing on and like we introduce each other to this dope shit. Well, I got to break the rule here because you're breaking it. I I can't help it. Uh, You know, we love the artistic journey and we love the people who inspire us and people that we get to know along our artistic journey. I we always want to bring these people on and I couldn't help but bring Joe Latrulio on because I just had an incredible time shooting this movie that he wrote and directed. Whoa. And, uh, and yeah, and uh, we'll get into that later. But like, I just want to introduce everybody to Joe. Well, introduce everybody yeah. to Joe. Joe Latrulio, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, just say hey, hey, what's up to everybody. Thank you uh, so much for having me here. This is yeah. great. Kwaku, pleasure to meet you for the first time. My, I am a Met fan, but I am a New Yorker first. <laughs> yep. And okay. I love, okay. It's all good. And my son, I was just telling Otto before I got here, I was at T-ball practice with my son, and his team is the Yankees. Of so course. this is a moment for me nice. to kind of come to terms with, with yep. unity <laughs> and <laughs> strength. Yep. Yep. This is the okay. second symbol in an hour that I need to bring okay. love to the Yankees. Well, let me let me, let me – before we get into it, we're going to do a yeah. quick sports detour. Yeah. When right. the Mets flew Willie Randolph mm. all the way to California, I think they were playing the, the Angels. Yeah. Here we go. To fire him. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. 
Terrible. It's, I, uh, for, uh, first to admit, look, the Mets have their issues for yeah. sure. Know that I was in 96 was all with the Yankees. Still right. am. Like, I, right. There are certain Yankee fans that hate the Mets, certain no. Mets fans that no. hate the Yankees. I'm not that guy. I like to kind of, uh, you know, bust a little every now and then. But, uh, you know, it's New York first and <laughs> I, foremost. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. And yeah. 86, I was in the same Is place. It? Oh, yeah. Okay. Eighty-eight. Okay. I was in the same place. David Cohn. All the, yeah. yeah. So I, I can, all, I can relate. You know. It's, all right. We, we won't make it a sports podcast. No, but it's, it's, that's that's good. No, this it, is the connecting. Might, this is the yeah. connecting that yeah. we need. This yeah. is part I, of the journey. You know. There's some of those teams where I just feel sorry for like the diehard fans, like Mets fans. I'm just like, you guys oh, yeah. are like real fans. Do you know what I mean? Hard. Because like, yeah, you know, I'll never leave them. Yeah, try being a Jets fan. Jets, That's the next yeah, level. Jets, it's funny yeah. you bring that up. And again, we'll we'll get off the sports real quick. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. I I I've been I broke up with the Jets. Um and my my New York boys have been beat me up on it because yeah. they're very like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, yeah. I, this team is I, I don't think this owner really likes football. They don't want to win. Or winning. And, right. and, or winning. And so, right. you know, I've moved to the Rams four years ago, right? But oh, now they're really no, hitting no, they're me because they're like, of course. Wow. Now you like now. the Rams. Now yeah. listen, part of them is right, you know, but at the end of the day, you have to not be around a person or an entity that doesn't want to do that their best. That brings you down. That, that brings, brings you down. down. Yes. You know, we could 100%. bring this into collaborating artistically with people you, you know go. too we will yep. segue it but like yeah. you bring that energy into your life that's gonna stay in your life man. yeah i get it <laughs> I, hear that. I get it yeah you know what being a jets fan is convenient for being a dad of young children because you only have to watch the first four or five seasons oh, and then the rest of the season is yours you know yeah, nothing's gonna right. happen yeah. that's no. right I, I did a Jets right. fan, and every time they played, she would just sit in front of the t- TV and cry and scream. And I was like, this is just not worth it. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. back when I was like, what the hell, babe? Like, this yeah. is like, yeah, you at least Why try a giant. It? Like, the Giants won a couple of times. Right. Like, go there. Like, it's still New York, baby, yeah. you know? Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, this think... is good. We, we yeah. wrap that up. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Congrats on your win. there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. So, nice. so anyway, as, as uh, like I mentioned before, this is Joe LaTrulio. Uh, he's a fantastic actor. Um, um, most of you all probably know him from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He played, yes. Charles, he played Charles Boyle. Uh, very funny, very com- amazingly talented character actor, if I can call you that. Because, yes, like, please. Can, I'd be honored. Yeah, love you've that. got that chameleon thing that you can do. Like when you meet you, you in person you're like oh wait oh <laughs> dude i so thought you were this guy. person you yeah. know what i mean yeah. um yeah. and so usually and just to just to bring joe up to speed like usually like i said we have a little guessing game where the other guy tries to guess what the person does and we have a variety of people that come on this show cool, but like cool. that's you bring great joe on and it's like cool so like we're gonna skip the guessing right. game part because okay. you know who let's get joe into it Trulio yeah. Is. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah 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 so the other thing that we get into, including what you're currently working on, but I, I always call it the origin story. Like one thing, mm-hmm. and I'll just sort of preface, I, I already said it a little bit before, but I worked on this movie that's coming out soon or it, it's it's going to be finished soon and then hopefully it'll go on the mm-hmm. festivals and all this stuff. It's a, it's a movie Joe wrote called uh, Outpost. And just uh, briefly... I'm going to try to say this. It's a horror movie that takes place on a mountain outpost that looks on like looks down on this beautiful Utah Valley, mm. and it is a Idaho, uh, Idaho, I, uh, Jesus, Idaho, Utah, yeah. Jesus, Idaho yeah. Valley. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, we spent eight weeks up there shooting this movie that in my experience should have never worked because you don't have enough money. You don't have enough crew. Uh, and it's really fucking ambitious, but Joe, and I have to mention his, uh, DP Frank Barrera who are, um, I, they, they work like fucking Batman and Robin and you never know who Batman or Robin is. They kind of switch that. Um, it was one of my favorite filming experiences and i've worked uh, on all levels but literally it's like it where we became this team of people who said we're gonna make this work and it was because of joe because of joe's steely eyed said we're gonna do this we're gonna drive up this fucking mountain takes an hour to get up that mountain every mm. fucking morning we got to shoot in this amount of hours and come back down and he did that every single goddamn day even when i was tired <laughs> no. i didn't know Dude, how to I'm, do it yeah i'm overwhelmed with that yeah. that's beautiful and you just gave any uh director the best compliment you could ever give which is like the experience was worth it because at mm. the end of the day you're not going to have any control to, of the, the, how the movie is going to be once it's released, once you let your baby out to the world. Mm -hmm. But like what you will remember is how that experience was. And by yeah. the way, you know, we all know time is short. So like, yeah. don't waste your time and remember yeah. like the, the, re the really, the really good parts of it. So thank you. I mean, that's a yeah. huge, uh, com huge compliment. And luckily I've heard that from, um, a lot of people, um, mm. a lot of the other actors, a lot mm -hmm. of the other crew members and mm -hmm. uh, truly, um, Myself, certainly, and uh, Joe and Cara, uh, Joe Mortimer, Cara Baker, the other two producers, ha always wanted to make sure, if nothing else, that people felt included, taken mm -hmm. care of, and that it was fun. Because, I mean, you know, this movie was crazy to make. Yeah. This movie was crazy yeah. to make. and. Yeah. It took, you know, it was it was three years in the making to get yeah. us to get us up there, uh, and it took a team of people um, that were game. That we're, mm -hmm. we're game to do it. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, so I, I will say that your, you know, your your Zoom interview, you know, mm -hmm. like kind of sold it. You didn't even have to kind of read. I'd seen your work before. You're fantastic. Mm -hmm. okay. um, and I knew that you could do the part. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you're like, do I want to spend, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, 16 days with this guy? Yeah. You know, like that, right. eight, eight of them up on a mountain yeah. that's 6,300 yeah. feet up. Yeah. And, it, it, and, yeah. It's, and there's bugs and it's yeah. hot and there's yeah. all that stuff. And um, and you passed, man. Flying, yeah, flying I guns. That was a big, big part wow. of why you're in the movie. Um, yeah. But I, you know, I th this was a this was a lifelong dream for me. Mm -hmm. I uh, this kind of brings into the origin story a little bit, which was mm -hmm. that uh, I always loved to perform. When I was a kid, I'm from an Irish-Italian family. We had mm -hmm. lots of com uh, cousins and um, lots of laughter. It was mm -hmm. loud. Um, mm -hmm. You needed to kind of get to get attention. You had to be funny or loud. Yeah, you know, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. probably where that part started. Mm -hmm. But I always loved making like little movies, Super 8, stuff like that. So that was oh. always in me. And then as I got older um, – you know, I started just getting into horror movies. And my earliest memory is, um, you know, my parents, I was down in Florida, uh, you know, in 75, I moved down to Florida from New York and mm -hmm. my parents were going out 
to see uh, Jaws. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably the 76, probably a year after Jaws had been out for a while. And, yeah. I, and like, I just really wanted to go. And, and my mom was like, no, it's, this is my memory of it. I don't know if this is what she said, but something to the effect of like, no, no, Joseph, you know, it's about like this thing that eats people. And dude, I was hooked. Like, uh, and? What? Let's do this. <laughs> let's do this. You know, and I'm like, let's get after it. And that's kind of where that began. And then in my teen years, I started reading a lot of Stephen King. He's my mm-hmm. favorite. Yes. And yep. um, a, a lot of horror movies. And so I was always into that. Um, that genre. Mm. And, uh, I collected this magazine called Fangoria, which I'm really excited to say, I think I might've mentioned this to you, Otto, but, um, I, I, I got in touch with Fangoria. I was put in touch with Fangoria and they're going to have a, a little exclusive preview of outpost in the upcoming issue. And, and for me, yeah, I mean, this is 13 year old Joe is dancing around, yeah. dude. I have, yep. I have circle. dude, it's behind me, dude. Nice. This is like I'm on Zoom for the listeners can't see, yeah, but he's showing, showing his my Fangoria magazines. Wow, and so this is like a dream come true for me, right? Wow. So it always, always the synergy of all this was was happening, yeah, and um. So uh, the long story, a little bit shorter, is like horror was with me before Mm -hmm. comedy, Um, Uh and I love comedy, and I'll never leave it. But like Outpost for me is kind of like a return to the beginning for me, for Joe, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So many questions. I say this every week. I say this every time, but so (laughs) many questions. All right, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna start I'm gonna start high level and I'm gonna dig in I'm gonna weave yeah, my way man. into it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your experience, because it's funny that you know, and Otto, I'll be honest, Otto yeah. does not say this about every project that he works on. You know, yeah. Yeah. some projects he's like, oh, this was cool. I got to meet this person. This hotel suite was yeah, dope. Yeah. Look yeah. at this. <laughs> and some projects he's like, yeah, you know, this is gonna end soon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been like, there. You We've get different been there. fields. We've from all been you. there. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Um. And so I guess my first question for you is, how much did your experience as an actor? Um, lead to the experience that you tried to create for the actors on your film? How much did that drive that experience? It was a big part of it because I found all the projects as an actor that I've worked on that I've had a great time in, there was a pervasive and very deep environment of collaboration and trust in every successful Mm -hmm. one that I've done. And that's Brooklyn, that's the sketch comedy show, The State. I started with, yeah. um, you know, the the Apatow sets like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, that I was on. Um, there's some that I'm forgetting, of course, but all the ones that were really successful and fun yeah. had just a chill, safe atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. from the get go, that was the objective. So mm-hmm. it was like, let's 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 try to really concentrate on on getting some good food. We, I would say, like you know, we, we just, nah, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I, that was tough where we were. Um, yeah. But trust, collaboration. Hey, you got an idea? Throw it out. Like yeah. you know, um, how you feel? You cold? Like wh- just check in with me. You know, mm-hmm. and so that played a huge part because I found that I did my best work as an actor yeah. in in an environment like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was a big that was that was a lead. And then in terms of uh, directing, uh, you know, I try to approach it like as an actor, I always like to know 
like what are we doing next like what's the plan what's the plan and whenever i saw like a director come in and start putting me somewhere i'm not one of those actors where like i'm one of those actors that says that wants a director to tell me where to go and what to do and then i will say mm-hmm. i don't know i think i would want to do this then we go right. from there right. i don't like all right. So what do you feel? What do you want to do? Like, yeah. I don't like that on mm-hmm. a set because mm-hmm. you don't ha- time is a factor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard to make your day. You need to come in with a plan. Right. So uh, that that was another um, kind of guideline that I had, like have mm-hmm. a plan come in. Frank and I had made um, floor plans of all our locations and, um, and I would mm-hmm. kind of block out the scene in my head before. And and then Otto, Beth would come in, whoever, Dylan, and I'd put him in a spot. And mm-hmm. I'm like, guys, this is where I think I think we're going to start. Yeah. And frankly, I'd set up the camera to, to 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 catch those angles. But what do you guys think? Can we yeah. just walk through it, read through it, mm-hmm. and then we would adjust? We yeah. just needed a starting place. You yeah. Know? It, and what's great about that is, um, you know, that's what you know. Uh, I'll mention Joe Mortimer again because he he wrote this great email, like basically setting us up. Because again, we're going to Idaho, right? And it's it's going to be cold sometimes. It's going to be hot. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. And it's going to be uncomfortable. You're not going to get the cool suite at the Ritz that you you might be used to or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're going sort of down dirty here. And I think that I think that's Joe's both Joe Joe Trulio and Joe Mortimer and Kara. Um, they set us up for success. They they mm. they made it seem like even though you're not paying us anywhere near the, the million dollars and all that stuff, you felt it. You felt right. that they were listening to you. And Joe, as the quarterback, Joe Latrulio as a as the quarterback, always had a plan. And so for me as an actor, I I'm kind of like I'm kind of like you, Joe, where mm-hmm. you know, like I I love when a director says. I know what the scene is supposed to look like because in my head, I think, well, the director, the DP, everybody else has seen this script a hundred thousand more times. The dude who wrote it, whoever wrote it has read every single line a million more times than I will ever read it. So like, please tell me what your vision is and plug me in. And if I can't, if I don't get it, I'll be like, Joe, dude, I don't, I don't understand why this is here. I'm really sorry, but like, I, mm-hmm. I don't get what you're saying to me, right? Yeah. And that communication was always easy between you and I because, like, mm. I don't fret. I'm just like, if I see the, the, the fucking, you know, eye of the tiger in your eye, and I know that you've been doing this for like three years, looking at this script, I'm like, put me where you want to put me, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, try yeah. to figure it out, you know. But, Which but is to, great. You, to your point, though, what's nice, and all the actors brought something that. I didn't see, which is mm-hmm. great. Yes, um, and yes. that's what you want. That's what I want as a director. Mm-hmm. What I want for my actors, like just yeah. bring something in. I'll mm-hmm. shape it or form it. We'll get it in. Mm-hmm. As an example, it's a, here's a here's a great story. So, um, you know, we have a scene where uh, Otto's character and another actor, Taria Campbell, they they play siblings in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, this scene had to be removed because we were streamlining, but through no fault of the performance or, or writing, it was more mm. about the rhythm of the movie at that yep. point. Yep. But the story goes like this, where, you know, they're, they're having an argument and the, and the, the, the argument wasn't quite working. The dialogue wasn't quite working. Mm-hmm. So Otto and I and Taria kind of got together and just improv a little, some argument, just mm-hmm. like, you know, how would this go down? Mm-hmm. This is the scenario. Yeah. She comes up here. She's upset about this. She says that. Now, what would you say? Right. And we kind of went back and forth there until we got 
the lines that felt right. And it wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of them. We just needed two or three, but we needed yeah. to kind of run the improv, the scene to kind of find them and then mm-hmm. fit them in. And the scene as at a context in and of itself, were great. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it, it felt better, you know, yeah. and yeah. that's what you hope for as a director and you don't get that, I don't think, unless the actors trust you and you've already created an environment where they're chill, yeah. where they're not going to panic, where they're like, we're running back. We're not going to make our day. Right. I'm gonna the sun's going to say this line. Yeah. Just, hey, Otto, just say it. Like, we got we to gotta get this. Like, right. oh, so he's going he's gonna to be tight. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah. there's a lot, of, a lot of that goes into it. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to question number two. I'm going to go a little deeper now. (laughs) So I just finished reading this book. I'm actually going to send you a copy of this. That's sweet. It's called Stealing Fire. And it, in the book, it talks about um, a bunch of things, teamwork and, and sort of getting into flow state, all of that. Mm, And in one section of the book, they're talking about Navy SEALs and they're talking about a Navy SEAL strike. And, and the, the person who's sort of like leading the team was talking about what makes Navy SEALs uh, effective at what they do. And the idea is that if they're going and they're describing like a capturing of a, of a terrorist, and if you're going into that place, that one, the, the, there's no ego. Everyone removes mm-hmm. ego right. and yeah. everyone becomes a function of the team. Mm-hmm. And leadership isn't centralized, but it, it, it sort of disperses and moves from person to person based upon needs and based upon expertise. But all of this happens silently. People fall into that. Yeah. And so it sounds like this is what you did mm-hmm. on the shoot. And so this is a long way of me asking the question, did you go when you were writing this, did you go in writing it with that intention of like, all right, this is how I see this working. I know that this is going to shift. And my role is to just create the scenario and and give the context where I know I'm going to get the actors who are really going to bring this to life. Like I, if, it, if it, they do it line by line, that's cool. But I know, you know, once you go past the writing and you're going into casting, yeah. all right, I need to find these people who can remove ego, who can who can yeah. bring their expertise, even if they don't know that they're doing it at just the right time. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, writing, there's a couple, there's a couple of things in there. I mean, for, in terms of the writing, I kind of started simple and knew I wanted, I needed a small cast, mm. um, almost no cast. Um, I wanted to get production value for hardly any money. Mm-hmm. So this is, see how this is going like, well, a Vista is, this is on top of a mountain. could be really nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe just, it's a person up there who would be, maybe there's a lookout tower. So, Mm-hmm. A lot of it, um, the, the beginnings of the story came from a practical standpoint. Um, it wasn't until the script was done and I saw the characters and then really started to think about what is it actually going to take to do a movie on a mountain where mm-hmm. I had to start considering what you're talking about, Kwaku, which is who's going to do this with me? Like, who's going to say <laughs> right. yes? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like mm-hmm. who, who, who will throw themselves into this? Because... We knew it was going to be a low-budget movie. So if it's a low-budget movie, you you can't afford a lot of actors. You can't mm-hmm. afford a lot of locations. And right. you definitely can't afford egos. Right. You can afford right. egos on big-budget movies because mm-hmm. they have time to waste money to throw out whatever. Yeah. Attitude, right. the star, or call sheet, mm-hmm. guy number two on the call sheet is throwing because yeah. number one right. is out. It's, it's taking whatever that is. Yeah. We can't afford it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, yeah, right, and yeah. not that we would pay for it even if we could like yeah. it's just such a waste of time right mm-hmm. so egos 
came out of it pretty quickly. You know, um, I of course have an ego, but that, that needed to be checked. All of the stuff needed to be checked. And so that was part of the process, the interview process, of both the crew and, and the cast. Mm. I used a lot of social capital on this movie. Um, I've been lucky enough to have a lot of people that I know in the industry. I've been in there for a long time. I'm generally known as a guy that's not a dick. So <laughs> a lot of people yeah. will, will do favors and want to work with you. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, yeah. Uh, you know, that was super helpful for a, mm-hmm. for a production like this where I needed help. I couldn't do this alone, um, which kind of brings me I know I'm kind of jumping a little bit it's around okay. with your answer, awesome. Kwaku, but but um, it's just kind of related because it's about it's staying in the ego world, which is, you know, the next step, of course, was I knew my wife, Beth, was going to be in the movie. We work very well together. She has no ego like that. She would be game. That was a given. She's an incredible right. actor as well. But then also, I'm going to cut uh, you off really yeah, quick, yeah, go too, ahead. because go. like. I don't know how that worked, right? Because like you guys, we clearly love each other. You clearly respect each other. You you have a child, and you can still work together like seamlessly. That we, was weird. We compartmentalize very easily. Okay, Beth and good. I. We can do that very very easily. And wow. we had a discussion before where you know we stayed in separate rooms. At the end of the day, yep. you don't want to see me. I don't want to see you. That yep, that was right. honestly, I think that was yep. the main factor. Uh-huh. Like we just yeah. need to go to our own space yeah. at the end yep. of this, right? Yeah. Lucky enough, my uh, my parents. Parents, um, you know, watched Eli back in in California. Mm-hmm. We had help. We had a nanny as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a very tough part. Obviously, yeah. that's a whole other thing which sure, we right. certainly could talk about. But we, we, you know, Beth and I had several discussions over the past three years yeah. how it was going to go down. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, we're very we're, we've worked together as actors. Great experience. Work together Fantastic. as actor writers, not great. We, we don't write well. Uh, I mean, write. We don't write well together. Yeah. That was good to discover. Mm-hmm. We hadn't done an actor director thing. Mm, okay. Uh, we, we did. We slightly. We did. I did a digital series that um, Beth was in a little bit, but not on this level. Yeah. yeah. So we knew it was kind of a risk, but because mm-hmm. of the type of actor that Beth is, which is mm-hmm. one that wants the director to just yeah. tell her what to do, mm-hmm. we was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. not a combative actor. Like, that um and i don't mean to like slight any actor that asks a lot of questions or really wants to get down deep Mm -hmm. but beth isn't one like that so um yeah so that we we had to kind of navigate that for a little bit Mm -hmm. but back to the ego thing Mm -hmm. so i needed uh uh, someone to shoot this thing that i knew is like a zen master and that is frank that is Frank Barrera. I've mm-hmm. never seen the man get angry. I've known no. him since I was 17 years old. I've never wow. seen him get angry. Wow. And so um, mm-hmm. I knew he was the man. And, and, you know, he and I had driven cross country a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I met him through uh, another dear friend of mine, Ken Marino. Um, mm-hmm. Ken Marino and Frank went to high school together. Um, okay. They're both wow. from, from Long Island. Yeah. And so I met Frank when I went to college and met Marino. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Frank and I have been talking about doing a movie forever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I had this idea outpost three years ago and I'm doing the outline and I threw it at Frank and he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. He's like, uh, where are you going to shoot it? And I'm like, well, there's no reason to do this movie unless we actually go up on mountain yeah. and shoot it at a tower. Yeah. And he was like, that's the right answer. If you said green screen, he would have been like, good luck, buddy. Yeah. We both would have been out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I would have never. And, and in fact, you know, Joe and Cara, 
were excellent producers, they mm-hmm. had to present that as an option. Mm-hmm. You know, they're right. like, what, what about this thing? And Frank and I, Hackles, were like, why yeah. would we do this movie? This story is not that original of a story. And it's not. Yeah. I, I say I, it's well-written script, but this is not a new story. Yeah. You know, we need something that people are going to watch that and be like, how – the fuck did they do that? They're, yeah. they're shooting yeah. that thing, yeah. and then and then you're like, oh, okay, now you can separate this movie a little bit. And so, mm-hmm. it was a no brainer for Frank and I. It's like, unless we're gonna do the real thing, yeah, we get, there's no movie. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's part of the exciting challenge of it. You know, I'd never been out to, uh, I'd never been out to Idaho, Idaho but yeah. like when you know, again, I'll repeat, it takes I think forty five minutes to an hour to get up that hill, and you're mm-hmm. going up switchbacks. They had to, you, mm-hmm. you guys had to get local drivers who knew yeah. the terrain, local yeah, like Idahoans, Katie. yeah, yeah. And you know they have to get like jeeps, like trucks. You're not getting up there in your Camry, right? Like it's like all the way up the hill. But when you get up to this hill. Right, you're on top of this mountain. I don't know. It's like two, three thousand feet up in the air, something like that. It's a 60, 6,300 6, feet. Is never the mind. Sixty-three hundred feet. Um, and to, to you can't get that on a green screen, right? You can't get that feeling as the actor, the person who's going to perform. Yes, getting up yes. on that mountain, and then yeah. We're we're just on the top of the mountain. We haven't walked up that rickety ass staircase to get which up is to the thirty t- feet. That's another thirty, 30 feet. Thirty feet up rickety ass stairs to get into the little. <laughs> Wait, out- were the stairs thing. rickety? We just called it rickety ass. Yeah, yeah, rickety ass. I didn't say the rickety. The movie is called rickety ass. It's called rickety ass, right? And so you're up in this thing that's maybe twice the size of an of an actual outhouse. Maybe like four outhouses it's, put it's, together. It's twelve. It's twelve feet. By twelve feet, that's so you're, the square that you're. That's the room that you're in, and then that, the balcony is maybe three feet out from that. Right. So there's not so a lot of room up there. You're in a jail cell that is on top of a <laughs> sixty-three hundred foot mountain, and it's swaying. When the wind oh, wow. blows, it sways. So your heart is already pumping. Everything becomes even more. Um, like the stakes are even higher just because you're on this mountain. Like there's no way to not act that. You just have to be there. Where if you're on a set, it's like, oh Jesus Christ! Like we got to pretend we're up in the air. Like the wind would take <laughs> us. Do you know what I mean? Dude, we, think, you know, it's no joke up there. It was we, great. We, okay. we had the client. Like, yeah, go ahead. No, you go. No, really quickly. So it almost sounds like the location. Oh, was man. your big budget actor. That yeah. was your Meryl Streep, where everyone's like, oh, I'm in a scene with Meryl Streep. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you don't have to fall into it. You're like, yeah. I'm here. I need to I need to step up my game. Yeah. Perfect, perfect analogy. Mm-hmm. Perfect mm-hmm. analogy because we we always describe, we named the tower. The tower was called Lucy. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank and I named her because we couldn't figure out a name. It was very like elusive. And then Frank's like Lucy. And I'm like, Lucy in the sky. Yeah, that's it. That's Lucy, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And so... Um, and so we called her Lucy, and we I always described her as as the shark, as our shark, like in Jaws, where you, yeah. I mean, that's yes. the star, right? Yes. So we were trying to, you don't see, you don't see the, you don't see the uh, tower until mm-hmm. you know the movie's not that uh, hour and a half, you know, ten minutes in. We wanted mm-hmm. to make it longer, but we're like, let's just get to the shark, right? Yeah, let's yeah, just yeah. get yeah. to the tower, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, to your point, it was we we made her a character. Mm-hmm. We yeah. you know, and in sound design, we're making her a character, and the composer yeah. has a theme. For Lucy, you know, mm-hmm. it's you need you need to bring this this thing to life. And um, uh, lost my train of thought, but yeah, no. that, that is that is a character. 
for sure. So, so let's go back. You know, I mean, it, it, what's funny about when we have these interviews with people who, you know, have these incredible artistic lives and then like have these great stories, it's like we, we sort of bump over the details. It's like, yeah, I just wrote this movie. I had this idea. I wrote this movie. And then I called my buddy Frank and he said, hey, let's shoot it. And then we're on top of a mountain. And we're on like, a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> so what was the, I, I, you kind of went over like the genesis of how you thought of this movie, but like, right. What were what was the inspiration? I mean, I know there was horror. Was there a horror movie that inspired you, or what? what I mean, because you're a guy from New York who went to Florida. Mm-hmm. Why are we in Idaho doing a a, a horror movie on mm-hmm. top of a mountain? You know what I mean? What 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 was it about right. the story? Can I add on I, to your I question? Had, I had ri- yeah. like what? Sometimes it feels like when we do something creative, there's this inspiration that's not normally tied to mm. the finished product, but mm. it's foundational to where the 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 creative spark came from mm. what was that mm. too many people were saying no oh see mm. it's always something that's like all that. I love it, it. It, mm. it, that you know i've been wanting to make a movie for well over a decade and mm-hmm. i've been pitching movies and i've been mm-hmm. and and you know i want to be careful i think in the beginning it was a little bit too resentful and bitter and a little bit like f you man i'll show you you know yeah, and right, that's yeah, never right. a place but mm-hmm. i mean I mean, truth be told, that that was it. That was mm-hmm. the spark where, uh, and through no fault, by the way, mm-hmm. of anyone who had to say no. Like yeah. some people didn't job, some people didn't want to spend that money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was fortunate enough to be on a show for eight years, mm-hmm. and I, I I saved my money anyway. And instead right. of buying a house, mm-hmm. I made a movie. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, that was my dream. And so, yeah. the the. The reason we went to Idaho was really was because of the story, but mm. there was there were a couple other scripts before Outpost that I was trying to get done. Yeah, and as we know, for whatever reasons, the yeah. creative gods were like, "Not that one, not that yeah. one. It's yeah. going to be this one." Yeah, and why it was this one, I can't exactly be sure. Yeah, but I know that the time was right, and maybe mm. it was just the script was there. That's the mm. script that was there at the time it was supposed mm-hmm. to happen. Got you it. know, it could have been that too. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, yeah, I think, I think it has something to do with that. That spark was, man, I'm not going to take no for an answer. Mm. Just not going to go that way. Mm-hmm. And I knew there were, there were too many people that were rooting for me and that would help. And, mm-hmm. and I knew it would be a good time. I knew yeah. it was going to, I knew it'd be difficult yeah. to create that environment, but mm-hmm. I knew it would be memorable. I knew people would be into it. And this movie, regardless of how it's received, yeah will always like trigger that wellspring of accomplishment and pride yeah. and mm-hmm. the creative talents of so many different people. And it's all up on that screen. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a success. You can't lose. Yeah. You know, part of it also was Joe, can you let this go when you're 78? Are you going to be able to be like, man, I wish I would have tried to make that movie. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, nope, yeah. wouldn't be uh-huh. able to do that. Uh-huh. And people are like, Hey man, you know, you're never actors, any filmmaker. You're not supposed to put your own money in the movie. Right. I'm like, you, you always bet on yourself. Yeah. Who else yeah. are you going to bet on? Yeah. No yeah. one's betting on you. Yeah. You're going to bet yeah. on yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. if I lose the money, Holy smokes. One, it's done. Yeah. I could have done it and be like, oh, man, I don't like directing at all. Yeah, That's a right. priceless discovery to make. Yeah. Or, oh, man, I do like it. It didn't work, but I think I still want to do it, and I'm going to get better at it. That's mm-hmm. another thing you discover. It was a no-lose situation. That yeah. money was just yeah. well spent either way. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was. And again, I, I keep hate, – I hate 
repeating the same kind of thing over, but it was such a great experience. And I think part of it is, you know, I think Kwaku and I have, there's, there's a running theme in uh, Radio Zamunda where there's like the scarcity of resources with yes, the right people. I was just thinking that. Make, Thank you for saying it. You know, make great art, right? Yes, you know, for I've been, sure. You know, you've said it, Kwaku. I've been on $100 million sets with XYZ PDQ person, right? And had miserable times. And it's almost because there's too much money. There's too much money. Right. And so we can, we, we do have time for the star to sit in the trailer and bitch about craft services or whatever the fuck it is. You know what I mean? Where right. it's like, no, we're all in this together. And yes, it's Joe finance uh, a bunch of this movie but i feel like it's me too because it, again when when you believe in the quarterback mm -hmm. and the quarterback has put his own money in the motherfucker right mm -hmm. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. you don't want to show up and be like oh this guy's dream is ruined because i'm a dick because i can't get up on time or i can't right. get this line right i believe in this guy so much that i want to be as well that, that i'm mad at myself if i can't get what i think he or she wants. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think it, it it guarantees like the best outcome. You could have given Joe a hundred million dollars, and this movie could have used a hundred million dollars just to, you know, get a helicopter and fly us up to the motherfucker. I want to <laughs> right, right, right. an hour, an hour in the <laughs> yeah. morning, every yeah. morning. We gotta get up and we got a COVID test before that because we're doing this in COVID. So like it's a lot, right? And and it, right. we're up yeah. in Idaho, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Um, it, it's it's really a testament to that, but I I think that there's something again about that scarcity of resources. This is totally I'm, agree. Yeah, I'm putting my you know line my life on the line here. You know the the, the stories of Spike Lee spending his credit cre maxing out his credit cards for right. uh, do the right thing and his first couple of movies. She's got to like, have it. Yeah, got to yep. have it. You can see it in that movie. You can see that this is what this guy does. And there's almost a part of that where, and I don't know where the question is here, but like it'll something will, <laughs> it'll keep the conversation going. But there's something yeah. about I love when you said you bet on yourself, man. Yes. Right. Because then it's like, this is why I'm doing it. I, I don't care if you guys don't like it. I'm going to do That's it. Right. And I'm going to do it with people that I love and people that I trust and people that I think are great. And we're going to do this. And I can go to bed at night knowing that, like, I bet on myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. Yeah, man. Always, always. That was that. Yeah. That was a lesson that I learned pretty early on in, in the business, too. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I just general life in any, anywhere yeah. in life, man. Yeah. You, you yeah. know? It's yeah. an inspiring way to live. Yeah. I think Scary. Could be risky, but yeah. inspiring. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I think I think there's something there, too, as well, about great art coming from a scenario where you have skin in the game. Mm -hmm. And there yeah. and there and there is something that you're you're betting on as opposed yeah. to, all right, well, if this works, that's cool. If not, we all get paid. You know, right. and that yeah, right. you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if that happens. Yeah. Um the I, I think uh, even go, moving back to more even like the directing side of it, mm -hmm. um, and and the way you framed it. So I remember hearing this interview with the Edge on the Howard Stern show, mm -hmm. and he was talking about writing uh, like some song off of Joshua Tree, and it's like this amazing song. And so he, he has an acoustic guitar and he plays the opening to it, and it's basically the entire song. Mm -hmm. You know, uh -huh. Uh -huh. um, it's like the first song in Joshua Tree. I'm spacing on the name of oh, it. Oh yeah, uh, mm -hmm. where the streets have no streets. name. Where the streets have no name. So it's like yeah, that yeah. whole yeah. intro. Mm -hmm. He plays the yeah. whole intro and he goes into the chords. Amazing and then, song. And, yeah. And and so he's like, yeah. And he's like, and so you know, uh, like whatever, like uh, uh, Bono. Bono was on yeah. like getting married or on vacation. And he's like, oh, I had the keyboard and and the synth, mm -hmm. and I came up with all this. And then I'm listening to it. I was like, bro, you wrote the entire song. Yeah. But what yeah. he said was amazing. He's just mm -hmm. like. 
I, my role in the band is to create the artistic, I'm paraphrasing, yeah. create the artistic jumping off point That's right. for everybody else. So I, yeah. I came up with this, and when I bring this into I, the room and we all start working on it, mm-hmm. that's when the song gets written. Yeah. That's right. And that's so, right. you know, there's a level of this, it feels like you had as the person who wrote the script. You know, that's you coming up with that intro and the keyboard yeah. thing where everyone's like, oh, that's you've written right. the entire song. That's but right. there's the other part of it that The Edge sort of hints at, the idea of like creating the space for greatness to take place, mm. which feels like that's what you're doing as a director. And for I'd love sure. to hear more about like what that process is like, you know, when you're on the other side of it, because you, you were talking about like bringing people in, but there yeah. is some of it where you do have to orchestrate it in a way. You oh, can't just the, lay everything out. That's right. It's the best. It's the best. It's, it's one of my favorite things about directing is being mm-hmm. able to delegate and trust, right? Mm-hmm. Because you, you, you bring in, uh, you know, I think movies are amazing because there's so many different mediums that are working together that need yes. to kind of synergize, right? You got writing and you got light, you've got uh, costumes and you've got, you know, you got your actors. Later, you're going to have the composer. And, and as a director, I love bringing our like our production designer jade harris was incredible Holy and from shit. was with us from the get-go from three years like when wow. we started it took two years to try to get this we missed two summers you know mm-hmm. so she was stayed the whole time mm-hmm. and you know she would bring in she would send pictures um these vision boards color and i'm like oh that's amazing and she came with this idea of a color story for the movie mm-hmm. you know these greens up here and like in these scenes where there's some danger let's get some fluorescent like orange like mm-hmm. some like that's her that's all mm-hmm. jade you know mm-hmm. frank says all right we're frank and i worked on the shot list for a year right mm-hmm. so he's like i think we got to approach this like sling blade man they had no money where in wide shots you're kind of choreographing actors going towards the camera the close yes. up then they leave and we just pan over and mm-hmm. we're going to economize so we save time mm-hmm. in the day you know um and for the shot so we're not getting all this coverage right mm-hmm. so frank's bringing that in right then I go, you know, um, Kenneth Calhoun, who does our special makeup effects, and and he's like, well, what kind of money we have? Uh, I'm like, well, not a lot. We don't have a lot, but here's what we got for for the special effects budget. What do you mm-hmm. think? I need like this coyote carcass. He's like, well, you know, we can't buy like a taxidermy thing. That's way too much money. Let me see. I think I can get. I know I can get like some bones. I'll get some like wireframe. I can build. I'll I'll just do a wireframe. So he's he's figuring out how to make a carcass. Right. right? And he's like, I'll get some, you know, the, you know, pig guts from the, from the local butchery or or whatever, you know? So he's, so he's, he's, he's going to work there. And so what's wonderful about that being a director is that people come and you see how the story starts to get inspired in them. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I saw this. I'm like, Oh, Joe, I didn't see that. That's Mm -hmm. good. Like, Mm -hmm. that's great. And so, um, the Edge is right, by the way. One of my favorite bands of all time. You too. I've, saw, I've, yeah. seen, I've seen the, the, the yep. Joshua Tree tour in Orange yeah. Bowl in '87, yep. and mm-hmm. then when they came back here at the yeah. Rose Bowl. Anyway, mm-hmm. side note. Nice. So, so he's right because what happens is the movie you write and the movie you shoot and the movie you cut are three different movies, right. and at each of those phases, three different groups of people are coming in to help with that, right? Because mm-hmm. even at the writing. This went through 13 drafts. In the beginning, I'm showing that to friends of mine. So Mm -hmm. they're putting their input. We had a a table read. The people that came to the reading, they gave me some input. Boom. Mm -hmm. Never saw them again, right? Now we're Mm -hmm. shooting, right? Mm -hmm. Now we're at this part. And 
my production design, the costume design, everyone's coming in mm-hmm. and they're, and they're, and they're getting inspired and, 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 and stuff. And, and now in post, um, the the um, composer the sound designer right so to your point everyone's got to kind of bring their idea that began with this this blueprint it's just mm-hmm. a blueprint about mm-hmm. a woman who made a bad choice and tried to heal herself from a terrible assault by going to a top of a mountain mm-hmm. what does that do for you jade what does that do for you frank right what brings out you know and so um everyone was just on point mm-hmm. um and game and not dicks you know you yeah. make it about the work don't be a dick those are <laughs> right. the two things that I kind of go by and make sure the people that are around me go by, you know? <laughs> right. And, and so know. this was the first, was, is this the first uh, feature length you've directed? First feature. Yeah. So yeah, how I the done... fuck is that possible? Right. Right. Because it's like, I know we're talking about a low budget and all that stuff, but it's still, it's, it's still going to come out and still felt like, there was money behind it and a, and a really seasoned director, right? Because the other thing that you can have all the spirit you want, you can have all the great vibes you want. You could, you could not be a dick, but if you don't know how to work the camera, if you don't know how to direct, it's going to fall apart on some level. So where did you get that experience, bro? I think, I think in the beginning, you know, at an early age, it was watching a lot of movies. And like I said, just kind mm. of shooting movies, but yeah. that's, you know, I think the majority of, um, of my experience came from working in the industry as an actor for 20 years and being mm-hmm. on a set. Right. Yeah. So you, you see the departments and know what each department does. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you see how people are talking to each other. Right. Mm-hmm. And when they talk that way, Oh, not great work gets done when they talk this way. <laughs> wow. A lot yeah. of good work gets done. Right. Uh-huh. So it's also about knowing what each department does. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the AD was uh, crucial on a yeah. shoot like this because we have mm-hmm. to make our days and mm-hmm. you want an AD. That's it's the most thankless job on set. Yep. You want an AD that keeps us on schedule mm-hmm. and cracks the whip, but isn't, an asshole, right? Yeah. And yeah, because right. he's going to lose everybody. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think why it, you know, it was very difficult for me. You know, you saw me kind of keeping it together. Yeah. But I, I think the reason I was able to do it was because I had the confidence of being on a set for 20 years. Mm-hmm. I directed an episode of Brooklyn, so I actually mm-hmm. did. It's a very different thing directing sure. episodic television than features, but mm-hmm. you still got kind of a rhythm of of um, of the set, mm-hmm. um, and prep. And yeah. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't stress this enough is the preparation. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, Frank and I just prepped shots for like a year and yeah. I went over, I knew that story from mm-hmm. back and back and forth. And yeah. so if something had to change, um, I could change it. If, mm-hmm. you know, Jade, our production manager, uh, designer rather had something that didn't work because I knew the story, I'd be like, oh, this color might work because of th- yeah. this is where we are in the story. Yeah. Right. So it's, that's, that's all prep. That's yeah. all preparation. Yeah. And, and I think that's why it, we succeeded as well as we did. I mean, mm-hmm. we made all our days, there were no injuries. Yeah. There's no COVID outbreaks. Yeah. It was, no one walked off the set. I yeah. mean, it was miraculous. Frank and I, Frank and I, on the, on the way back, we're on the plane, and we kind of looked at each other, and we're like, "How the, how the yeah. f do we do that, yeah. man? That, yeah. that was crazy. Yeah. Not yeah. even a twisted ankle. Yeah, you know, for eight days, and you know, we shot it in sixteen. Yeah, uh, but I, 
but I boast because we were on the mountain for seven days and mm-hmm. it's an hour up and an hour mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. So we lose two hours each day. It times that by seven. That's 14 hours. That's yeah. a full day. So I said we yeah. shot this in 15 days. Yeah, right. you did. That's, that's you my... did. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I misspoke at the at the beginning of this and I said six weeks because that's what I'm used to. Right. But like it right. was right, it right. was two weeks. Right. And again, yeah. a week on yeah. a mountain. Right. And so that's right. It's almost impossible, and and again, we weren't doing like a little coffee drama where we're just sitting at a desk and like having yeah. arguments about relationships. We were doing stunts on the not just on the mountain, but up on yeah. the freaking you know the thing that we just on Lucy. Oh, that was on Lucy. yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy, and nobody got yeah. hurt. We had a great stunt team. Uh, two people yeah, were the stunt team. Mallory, Mallory, Mallory Thompson. Yep. Mallory Thompson is uh, she's awesome. Yeah, uh, she and and again. It. Doing that stuff, I remember having that conversation with you and Mallory before, like we got on the Zoom and we we're talking about it. And you guys were like, "Hey, you guys, Atul, are you comfortable with doing this?" And I've done stunts, and I'm I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty good with that stuff. And I just kind of remember looking at you guys and going, like, in my head, I know that this shouldn't work, right? This, there's no way, like, <laughs> we're doing stunts and and action sequences, mm. like, and you guys keep saying 13 days, and and a week of that is going to be like. This is not going to work. We're going to be here for hours. But, like, Joe, he's a nice guy. I've heard a lot about him through the industry. So, like, I get to hang out with Joe Latrulio and I'll learn some lines and whatever. Cool, right? But, like, it went without a fucking hitch. It, some of, somebody should have fallen off that mountain. Somebody. Wow. You know what we I mean? Had, you know, we had our sa- you know, we had, um, the safety harness on, some of, on, yeah. on that oh, stuff. Yeah. But it was, again, that was prep. That was choreography, right? Oh. So we had taken measurements of that um of the balcony of of the space on on scouts even a year before frank and i had visited that place twice oh. before we even went up there and took measurements and then taped it out right on yeah. the ground here in la and just right. kind of saw what we had to work with then we then worked with maori and then then we went up there and kind of just walked through what yeah. we were going to do and thank god we did because you know, we had to shoot that. We had two hours to shoot this thing, and yeah. it was pretty hairy, man. It was like get that camera up and do this, yeah. and 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 people on the ground. It was like, oh, yeah. oh, like, oh. like they're just looking and they're looking yeah. up, and and they can't yeah. get up there because there's only six people allowed up at the top at a time. Yeah. And, um, it, it was amazing. I yeah. felt safer on that set than I have on sets with like hundreds of millions of dollars and like full on stunt teams where I'm like, oh, we gonna die on this one. You know what I mean? But like, I was like, you know, I, we were so good and it was, and the other thing is, and I guess I'm, I'm just, you know, this is also not a question, but I, I think this kind of dovetails into the stuff that you're talking about. There was such a sense of accomplishment. You know what I mean? Even on, especially on the tough days of like shooting stunts, we're running, it's, it's a horror movie, so we're running after something or towards something or away from something we're running uphill it's sandy it's rocky it's this i've got boots on she's got this on and it's like when you finished it it wasn't like oh fuck i'm done thank god shit i want to go home it was like yeah yeah, yeah. did it like we scored we did holy shit at the end of the day we'd be tired we'd be beat up but it's like we fucking did that yeah. I can't believe we did that. So it's like, again, you we know, had we had a lot of things fall into place for the movie bro. that really made things really kind of made it special. Like we yeah. we knew that, um, you know, we couldn't control the weather yeah. and there was a mm. very good chance that, you know, rain or shine, we mm-hmm. 
had to shoot. We had no cover sets, right? Um, And so for any listeners that don't know, cover set is kind of where like an indoor location that you can last minute change the schedule in -hmm. case you have some weather issue outside. Mm -hmm. We were on such a tight schedule that we didn't really have that except for one day where we were shooting inside like an equipment hangar. Mm -hmm. um, And then uh, on the other half of the day, we were kind of outside. And Mm -hmm. on that day and only that day, (laughs) we had some rain. Oh, yeah. And we were able to flip it. That would have been – that was the only day where that could have happened and not effed us, you know. And and so um, a lot of stuff like that. So when we got up there – there were some fires in the distance. That was the other thing is that there wasn't oh, any yes. major fire close mm-hmm. to us. It was an active fire tower. So at mm-hmm. any moment, we would have been like, take a hike, and the yep. rangers come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some fires very, very far away from us, but it, it, it gave a haze to to the sky, which was mm-hmm. a little bit of a bummer. We wanted mm-hmm. that distance, but mm-hmm. that was okay. You still got a yeah. sense of the vista, right? Yeah. Well, then there was a section where a character comes in and – and suddenly it's like very clear, yeah. you know, and, and it was beautiful mm-hmm. because it, it thematically and symbolically with the story that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And so there are all these little moments of magic that was happening yeah. and um, that uh, you, you just felt like you were you were locked in. Like yeah. everyone, it, the universe, the people there, yeah. the time we were all zoned in and it was yeah. it was the time to do it. It was really That's exciting. I, I, yeah. I, I, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. I absolutely love that. I love the, uh, even everything that you're talking about too. And so it's like in my creative background, I've played a lot of music and we've, and I've written albums and, you know, you record them and you play them. And a lot of what you're talking about happens. There is like the production, you know, back in the day, we had a friend who worked at Puff Daddy studio, like in Times Square. And Uh so we would go in there from like midnight to five. Mm-hmm. Because that's nice. when nobody was using oh, wow. the studio. Yeah, that's cool. right. And then it's just like, you know, we're recording something and we need a guitar slide, but we don't have one. But someone had a lighter. So it's like, oh, okay, well, that's going to be our slide. And right. you know what? All of a sudden, right. it'd be really great if we put shakers on this, but we don't have shakers. But we ordered pizza and it came with the pepper in it. We're going to use <laughs> yeah. that. And it's not, you know what I mean? And it sounds, and it sounds good. And yeah. as you've been describing all this, I was, I'm thinking that there's this like parallel existence of the art that we create. There is the intentionality of us as creators and us seeing how all these things come together, almost like a dinner party. And it's Mm. just like, you know what? Oh, well, the sun is setting at just this time and we didn't realize it was going to be clear. And and the way the sun is coming through like the balcony, it's creating this mood along with the song and people come like, oh, this is beautiful. And you're like, well, Mm. I planned this part and then the rest of it came. Mm -hmm. And so there's that part of it, the creator side. And then there's the side of your audience where it's like all these things come together. When you're talking about the haze, I'm like, I'm thinking, and I haven't seen this, obviously, yeah. mm-hmm. but I'm like, oh, well, that probably fed to the sense of urgency yeah. or the sense of yeah. dread or the sense yeah. of fear it that did. you're supposed to be experiencing when you're watching this. Mm-hmm. And well, I, yeah, I think you're met. I agree. You, you, you get met halfway. The universe meets you halfway, right? And, and right. Because then you think about all those days where you don't have intention and mm-hmm. what could have happened. Exactly. Right? Yes. Where you're like, oh, man. And it could, it's always there. It's not like it's there only on these days where it comes together. Right. Right. You know, like it's always there, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's cool to think about. Wow. And so even that idea of like having this, you know, your audience is never going to see the intentionality as much right. as you are. But if you do it the right way, it lands for them. 
And it feels that's like right. that's almost like the trick, you know, wh whether you're thinking about it as an actor, as a musician, as a director, as a producer, you're trying to pull together all these pieces to create a moment for someone. Have mm. you had Kwaku, uh, uh, like a happy accident happen live on stage while you're playing all, or something? All the time, yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time, yeah. whether it be like uh, I once I once fell backwards into a crowd because I was so in the mood. Then yeah. was like, that wow. was the coolest thing ever, and I was yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad somebody caught me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but they're like, yeah. well, you did it in the song. Did you do that on purpose? I'm like, no, yeah. I couldn't see. I wasn't wearing oh, glasses. That's great. You know? yeah. <laughs> and that's even awesome. that, but you're you're talking about it on this bigger level because you're talking right. about managing all these pieces, and I'm going to go backwards right. too. The thing that I think you are downplaying about your role is that you are the central figure of all of these things. When you're talking mm -hmm. about the crew coming to you and being like, oh, we can do this, or this is how we're gonna create the carcass. You're the person who's like carrying the torch of the vision, mm -hmm. which is like, yes, yeah. all right, cool, that aligns. Mm -hmm. Add that to yeah. this, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. all right, add that to this. Or maybe we shift this. Even when you're opening it up, right. you're, you're talking about that scene with the argument with, with Ato and the other, and the other actor. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're like, all right, cool, all right, yeah. This is what lands. Is that real for you? Mm -hmm. This aligns with this. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I love that. I love that aspect of it. And people could do it different ways where it's like, yeah, all of it's in my head and it has to be this and it has to be that. And they're the, right. I call it like the Trent Reznor effect. Uh -huh. Trent Reznor uh -huh. has a vision of yeah. what the song is going to sound like. And it has yeah. all of these levels to it. Yeah. 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 You know, or you have the Dave Grohl effect where it's like, all right, I've written this, but I know I have this right. band of people that I love. Right. Or even the edge. And it's like, I've written this. And when I bring it to them, then it's going to become the thing. Yeah. And I think right. that's the secret. You know what I mean? I keep me mentioning like the levels that I've worked at and Joe has worked at. I'm not talking about budget wise and fame wise, mm -hmm. but like what the common thread with all of the people that I've worked with that I've admired, like I admire Joe as a director, director is that their service is, is talking about ego. Their service is rarely to themselves, right? Mm. Like as big as the director or the star might be, the really good ones are like in service to the story and the project. They love the project so much, whether they're being paid $100 million or they're, they're self-financing it, they believe in the story. So like, mm. I think that gives the balance and I'll, and I'll throw it back to you guys to see if you guys agree with this, because it's like, if like Joe's got to have a balance of knowing what his vision is and knowing that he's the only one who knows what's going on in his head. Right. right. And so there's got to be some ego there because if Joe was a pushover, then, then, you know, it's the insane, insane people running the, the, the asylum, right? All like the opinions gotta, keep shifting. All the opinions keep shifting and nothing ever gets done. It's too gelatinous. Right. But yep. like Joe's got a solid vision. So like in that uh, example, you told uh, us, to, uh, you you gave again uh, that w when Joe had to, Joe and Taria Campbell and I sat down and worked on that scene, you know, it's Joe's scene. He wrote it. Do you know what right. I mean? And so right. like, I'm coming to Joe, not, I'm never this actor, not like, oh, this is stupid. Why am I doing right, right. <laughs> It's like, hey, Joe, <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't say this line. I hate fucking actors. Of course you can say the line. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't work. Yeah. Like, figure out a way to talk, right? So, right. Um, but there, there was something about, I know that this is, Joe has a vision. And so 
I want to honor that vision and I'm not sure I can do it in the way that it's been presented to me because maybe I don't understand it or maybe there's something missing and that's what we've got. So Joe had to like ease off on this part of his maybe ego and go, oh, hey, maybe you're right. And I had to ease off on that part of my ego and say, okay, maybe mm -hmm. I'm not seeing this right. But anyway, Joe, you were about to. No, but I, what you said, like you, you were saying, like you didn't understand it. So what mm -hmm. I was going to hop onto that, which is to say like everyone has a vision, an artist, mm -hmm. director or songwriter yeah. will have yeah. a vision. Mm -hmm. Can you communicate that yes. vision? Yes. It's, it's the communication, right? So if mm -hmm. I tell you, you know, this is what the scene is about. This is what I'm trying to achieve emotionally in the scene. Mm -hmm. Now you're with me. Yes. And now you feel included. You're like, oh, mm -hmm. well, I could help that. I would maybe say this if I wanted someone to feel like that. Or, yeah. right. uh, you know, if, oh, you want that more of a base kind of thing? Well, well then it would maybe go like that. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So yeah. it's about being able to communicate the vision. Mm -hmm. the, the, it's really communication. I mean, yeah. with everything, right? But especially with something like a movie where there's so many departments, because the, the clearer you can communicate, then you don't have to answer questions as much. People uh, right. understand what you're going for. Yeah. And, and they might even not censor, but uh, uh, look over their their uh, their contribution before they even bring it to you. Be like, oh no, because I know from yeah. that storyboard he had, or from this yep. idea that that little synopsis of description, this wouldn't work. We'll try this. Mm -hmm. So already you're saving time. You're saving mm -hmm. yourself time mm -hmm. too. It's really about how well you can communicate as well. Right. Can, you know, being heard, it's that, you know, yeah. does he hear me? Like I'm saying that I can't make a carcass out of styrofoam. Is, is he hearing that? <laughs> right. You know, he's right. not yeah. hearing that, yeah. you know, right. but, but, yeah. but if I say like, oh, well, if you get that styrofoam and maybe do you have any paints that maybe because we're going to be away from it, it'll be a wide. Do you have any paints that maybe we can mm -hmm. cheat it a little bit? I'll just mm -hmm. pull the camera back. It won't mm -hmm. be a close up. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's listening to me now. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. <clears throat> Joe, okay, you're, oh, go ahead. I'll no, no, go. I was going to say, I mean, you're talking about directing, but it also sounds like you're talking about being a parent, being For a husband, sure. yeah. being a coworker, mm -hmm. working with Otto. I, I, it's like, I'm just like, dude, are you hearing me? And he's like, no, you're on mute. And I'm like, that's my fault. Full circle. All right. Otto, what you say, dude? Yeah, yeah. It's true, man. It's true. Yeah. The better communicator, the just better human being all around, yeah. I think. So, so clearly, besides being an actor, you're going to be directing a shit ton of more movies, and I hope to be in at least a couple of more of them. Mm -hmm. Do you you're have? In, oh, good, good. I'm, I just want to visit yeah. the set. That's yeah, yeah. You're in. You're <laughs> going to get live, folks. You're going to be, you're you're gonna be doing live, some folks. music for me. There like we go. That, baby. Oh, there we go. Yeah. There we go. So, like, I, I, I don't mean that, you know, this, this is always that pedestrian question. Is there anything else on the, the pipeline? But, like, do you see yourself... Um, this is also a stupid question. I think I know the answer. No, do you see yourself question. doing no, 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 more? Dumb questions. Right. Are, are, is there anything in the pipeline? Do you have any other like uh, things that you want to direct, or mm. do you, has this inspired other projects or new things, or have other people reached out to you, kind of thing? Yeah, I, I mean, I'd like to. Um go back and forth between acting, directing mm -hmm. as the creative opportunities come, right? Yeah. You make all these plans. You're like, well, now I'm just going to direct. I don't know. And I'm just going to act. I don't know. You know, that's not how it works. We all know that yeah. the creative industry, mm -hmm. you know, you, you see what's in front of you. I definitely want to direct again. I enjoyed it. I loved it. Um, you know, this would be outpost would be the first movie under, uh, a production company called what's that noise, mm -hmm. which is what I'm starting. Mm -hmm. And so I'd like to start finding not just my own material, but other material mm -hmm. that, um, 
material that basically uh, uh, identifies topics that are, might be a little bit uh, more controversial coming yeah. from places that you don't hear a lot about. Yeah. Because so real quick, the what's that noise? So Eli, my son, mm-hmm. at a very early age was always going like, what's that noise? And I taped it. I recorded it on a voice memo and now his voice would be on the little logo before oh, the movie, awesome. right? Yeah, and so, yeah. and but what I liked about that was was that like a noise can be a scary noise, mm-hmm. but it can be a fun noise. It could yeah. be the ice cream truck. It could be yeah. a creaking door. It could be a scream of terror. It could be a scream of joy. And mm-hmm. so the idea of what's that noise is like, what's going on over there? That's yeah. Turning their head, turn, getting people to turn their heads mm-hmm. towards whatever the next little project is of this mm-hmm. production company. Oh. So I hope that it'll be something that will continue to grow and that yeah. I'll be able to use it um, as a banner for projects that are interesting, mm-hmm. um, whether it's something I just write, produce, direct, and other artists that um, have a topic that resonates with me in some way um, that they that they can kind of herald and, and shepherd through that. So that's Got the it. big picture. Yeah. Um, I, I, I illustrate a lot. I would love to kind of do some like a some some comics or graphic oh, you novels. Do? I, I do. Know that. Yeah, I, I did. I, I, I should, I There's some matchmaking that's about to happen here, Yo. I feel like. Right? So, are you thinking the so same pain, thing? This, these are little paintings that's I do. You know, wow. On many, on, 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 many, on many canvases. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, just showed, he just showed us, yeah. uh, so, he, he did a little uh, painting of the original. It's a little four original... by four uh, acrylic painting of the Jaws poster. Yeah, yeah the original Jaws uh, poster. I have poster. a few other of those. That's awesome. Um, I dabble in drawing a little bit. I, I used to draw a bunch, and like I, I, I still have my comics from the 80s. Like, like I still have that stuff. I love oh, that cool. stuff. So, yeah, I mean, you start doing a comic, I'm not going to be able to draw for it at this point, but, like, I mean, I I would love to see all the shit you do, but I thought you were going to say, like, some animation, too, because that's kind well, of what well, I want to... Well, yeah, I have interest well. in all that stuff. It's yeah. just that, like, I'm a good, like, I can illustrate, but I don't, I, you know, that that's something I'd like to get into, but I think the yeah. actual illustrations, you know, it's more of a hobby for me. Like, that's so yeah. much, like, time, and I love that mm-hmm. stuff, but I would love to, um, you know, you know, kind of explore that, that area as well. Animation shows like that. Um, I have a lot of interest, man. I'm just like, I I just love trying different things. I like stuff that scares me and, and, and stuff that, um, just, I haven't done before. Kind of like what you guys are doing on this, on this, uh, podcast where you're saying you just, you guys are both curious, creative individuals, you know, introducing each other to cool stuff. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's awesome. It's been, I love Yeah. Go ahead. no, No, go ahead. Alto. No, it's it's been the thing that's been like the, the I think the most fun, you know, like Kwaku and I's relationship is just on each other trying to get the other guy to like, oh, check this album out. Oh, check this music out. Oh, check this movie out. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, like where we started and where we are now, it's just mm-hmm. like just like the we, we've been talking about, like the communication and how that makes us better artists, better fathers. I'm not yeah. a father, anybody. So no. anyway, but like, you know, just all of that <laughs> stuff. And I think that's the thing that Kwaku and I have developed as well is it's like we have this like shorthand which you know i saw between you and frank too and so like it's that's all i care about really it's like i just want to yeah. make cool shit with my friends right yeah. And so yeah whether it's a podcast that's been my that's been my yeah. career man yeah that's been my career that's pretty fucking awesome dude yeah wow. from like as a kid to college and finding those guys uh in yeah. the state and uh, like yeah. you find just with your friends like yeah. working with your friends the yeah, best yeah 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 oh yeah yeah oh, one quick shout out to like the whole cast on uh outpost is amazing beth dover Taria yeah. campbell uh dallas Dylan roberts baker dallas Dylan roberts baker. becky ann yeah. baker 
Oscar, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all fantastic actors. Uh, and uh, I know that you and Dallas did a whole bunch of stuff together. So yeah. talk about shorthand. Watching the, you two communicate because you have mm -hmm. a history was also yeah. fun. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, it must be like, you know, Marty talking to like De Niro. Do you know what I mean? Because they've done this so long that they right. could, you know. Well, with Dallas, with mm -hmm. Dallas, I mean, I've known Dallas mm -hmm. uh, since I was, you know, late 20s. And yeah. Dylan, I've met not too far after that. And mm -hmm. they're part of a group of guys, New York mm -hmm. actors in, in New York, where yeah. that, we started playing poker many, many years ago. Now we're in yeah, a fantasy yeah. football team, that whole thing. Yeah. And so I've known <laughs> these guys yeah. like forever. And yeah. so you need – it's yeah. my first movie, man. I need yeah. my boy. Need your I need people. support your people. Like, because yeah. yep. I know they'd have my back. It'd yeah. be same doing a, a, a huge gig that you're mm -hmm. doing, you know, or, yep. you know, it's the same thing. You like, yeah. you need that. So that's the other thing, just kind of setting yourself up for success, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, give yourself, if you're going to bet on yourself, then give yeah. yourself your best shot at yeah. least, yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was great to having that shorthand because I needed it. I love it. You know? I love it. I love, I love, I love that. I love the fact that I mean, and I just looked at the clock that we've been talking to you for an hour. Yeah, yeah man. Talk. <laughs> no, no. But here's it. the thing: a, you don't feel it. It feels like yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. B, even though I'm holding up two fingers, so it's really whatever. <laughs> um, B, we've talked to you for an hour entirely about directing. We've been talked yeah. to you <sighs> about any of the about any of your acting. As soon as you came uh, on, I'm like, I know exactly who yeah. this person is. I, we, I, I don't have to guess. Yeah. Um, I. I, that speaks that speaks to a couple of things. One that speaks to your range as, as a creative person, um, and it also speaks to uh, the fact that we need to have you back so we can oh, yeah, to man, talk anytime. to you more yeah. just about not even just your career, but where like what is the next experience that you're going to create this way? What's the next dinner party? What's the next color right. that you're chasing? Like, yeah, that's well, what as I'm far choosing. as acting, for, for acting, as, a, as an actor, but just being creative, just being creative, oh, yeah. whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, I think uh, you know, I I need to, I want to work again. Mm. I mean, like as an actor, like right, you know, I wanna, uh, like you know, I know that'll come. You know, <laughs> it's been it's been a while by choice because I really yeah. want to kind of focus on the, on Outpost. Um, but uh, you know, it's funny, like the, the, as an actor and a director, it it it's really about what we ha have been talking about for an hour, which is that feeling of, of, um, committed to working with, with good people, kind people. And, and, you know, it's I, collaboration. I just feel is across the board, always work begets work, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I want to write another, you know, I have a couple other scripts I want to look at again and rewrite and, and revisit. Hopefully Outpost will um, provide some opportunities. More people will be like, you know, hey, yeah, let's do a movie. We yeah. don't have to use all your money this time. Right, you know? right, <laughs> right. See, you know? uh, yeah. I see you can do it. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Here you go. You can do a little bit. Yeah. You know, um, but, you know, uh, as an actor, I mean, I just, I love doing that. I yeah. mean, it's it's in my it's in me yeah. it's in me yeah. for sure you know well um and nothing nothing coming up immediately but it'll it'll happen it'll Same fall into place at yep. some point it yeah will, it know? will man man <laughs> well man, uh, I, I mean i can still keep going but i no, get it no, i mean you got you know no, 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 I, I could keep going too but like yeah it's uh it, jesus we man. covered a lot we covered a lot, and it was oh, God damn. I, I really am honored that you 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 got to come on, and I got to have oh, this conversation please, with you, man. Like you're just, it was such a pleasure working with you, and you're such a just a genuine good dude that it was 
It's it, it's my Thanks, pleasure, man. man. I, I, that, that means a lot. You know, we got to do we got to do like Son of Outpost or something, yeah. or Bride of Outpost. We'll do the sequel. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. And uh, yeah. and Kwaku, truly pleasure uh, talking to you. And I mean, it's very clear uh, the the bond that you guys have, uh, just the way you talk to each other, and and um, it's just great to see creative projects by people that know each other well, know each other's secrets. Oh. Other insecurities and confidence, like all that stuff. It's it's it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. You can you can I can see it. I saw yeah. it's like a married couple. Yeah. I can see it. It's, Over. it's, and, uh, it's very it, funny that the way you yeah. frame that, especially yeah. you know each other well, no, because yeah. Otto knows exactly the thing to say to me. Where I'm just like this motherfucker. <laughs> you know the buttons, the buttons yep. to push, right? Same here, same uh, here. So uh, no, but truly, yeah. it's uh, yeah. I had a great time. Uh, yeah. I come back in a heartbeat. Maybe you know after the premiere, we'll come back for the next podcast. I'd, I'd, I'd love, love to do it. Kawaku, you're coming out to the premiere. Somehow we got to get you out there, oh, wherever yeah. that is. Yeah. Well, Joe, yeah. I mean, you're, if it's in LA, man, I'm just down here in San Diego. So that's a yeah, quick yeah, drive. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. You know, yeah. Um, and Joe, I, I, I know we're going to, we're going to sort of close soon. But I just want to say thank you for doing this. It's, and I, I say this out to all the time, like afterwards when we, when we do the, like the closing piece or whatever, but it is, it is my distinct pleasure to get to talk to the range of people, especially within um, the the dramatic or the acting world, that he knows that I would I would never have the opportunity to be able to have this conversation with you randomly. Uh, uh, you know pleasure's I mean? so, mine, man. I appreciate yeah. you saying you. that. That's fantastic, yeah. cool, fellas. Let's do it again soon. Yeah, let's do it again soon. And with that, you with the glasses and the Yankees hat. Uh, who are you? <laughs> My name is Kwaku, go Yankees, and who are you? I'm Otto, and this is Radio Zamunda, the dope shit. And who do we have the pleasure of rapping with this time? This is Joe Latrulio, and it's been quite an honor to be here on Radio Zamunda. (laughs) Dope shit. Yes, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) Love that. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, you too. You too. All right. Bye now. Peace. Yourself in a boat on a river with tangerine trees and marmalade skies. Somebody calls you, you yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, Joe, Joe, Lutrulio is a dope ass dude, man. Shit, bro. Yeah, man. It's you know, because you you know you you know we message and you're like, all right, the person it's uh, West Coast time because we're always trying to figure out time zones, yeah, yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, you know, who, you know, who could this be? You know, mm-hmm. you I, you start to do a little bit of the math. I'm like, it's probably someone industry related. Yeah. And then uh, when I uh, you know when I hop on the Zoom, I'm like, oh my god, I know this dude. Yeah, and I knew you would. So I'm like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Hey, what's up? <laughs> and it goes beyond just like, oh yeah, I just like the state. We watched yeah. that in college. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Everybody, everybody's seen the show, but yeah, yeah. but in like five minutes of talking to him, I'm like, oh, this is beyond like, and it never is. But this is beyond yeah. just like, oh well, this person is famous or this person's a celebrity sure, or sure. this person has famous work. Yeah, the way he describes directing. And yeah. and writing is so uh, it's so powerful. It's it's For like a you guy did... who's only done it really once. Right. Really? So right. sorry, I cut you off. No, 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 no. But that's 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 what I was going to say. Yeah. The weight, yeah. like his understanding of it, mm-hmm. is so heavy and it's so deep, and it and it and it, it transcends film. 
Yeah. Like everything he was saying, yeah. I was like, yeah, you're also a music yeah. producer. Mm-hmm. You know, you're also someone who writes, you're also yeah. someone who would, who would be the artist who writes the songs because he has both of those perspectives and the idea of seeing it as this larger project and, and it's open enough and cr- remove his ego to create space to allow people like you and, mm-hmm. and, and um, his, I think you said his DP, yeah, um, Frank Brer, mm-hmm. you know, the stunt people allow mm-hmm. all these creative people, the people doing the post stuff and the sound yeah. and the music to make it even better. Like, yeah. I, 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 find, I find it hard to believe that this is going to be the only thing he directs. Oh yeah. And I, and I'm going to drop some names. So um, sorry, everybody, just everybody look out, but like okay. people I've worked with, like Martin Scorsese is, is exactly like that. Um, okay. And what I'm saying is I'm not comparing the two, uh, but their personalities are the same where they, as, Martin Scorsese is our, you know, one of our national treasures of, creative director you know director like he is Mm -hmm. who he is and he has exactly those same conversations he behaves just like that he has everything mapped out in his head and he knows exactly how he wants it to work the crew knows exactly how he wants it to work but he can be open to the actors he loves working with actors ed zwick same thing ed zwick Mm -hmm. i've had conversations and you catch ed zwick when he has you know five seconds he'll tell you a story just like uh, uh joe just did Marty will tell you a story just like Joe because they love what they do and you can tell when they do it uh, as opposed to other directors that I won't name who don't seem to be either enjoying what they do or believing in the work or maybe believing in you or wanting to share or or wanting to share the experience or anything like that or having too much of a tight hold on every anything everything that they're doing that they can't sort of release it so that we all can help make this story a thing but like those the people on that level um and joe like joe personality wise he has it's the same thing do you know what i mean like yeah. tarantino's like that too you know what i mean like he loves what he does and it's infectious when you get on set you're like yeah oh shit we about i'm about to die in this django movie all right it's gonna be fun bro hell yeah kill me bring them dogs quentin was that good because you want to like help the story along so it's, right. it's uh yeah like you said you know, this is his first feature. Hopefully it does amazingly and, and people see it and all that stuff. But I had a great time and hopefully more people like Joe Latrulio make movies because they're going to be good because he's such a good dude. You know what I mean? And, yep. and really talented. You know what I mean? It's not that again, it's not he's not just a nice guy. He's he really knows what the fuck he's doing. So hats off to that guy. And I never thought I'd ever be able to say this in any context, mm-hmm. but I can co-sign what you're saying about uh, Mr. Scorsese oh, because yes. I literally witnessed him do that mm-hmm. with you yep. when we first met. Yep. And yep. I was, you know, I was just so in shock. Yep. But you're right as far as the similarities, as far as him being able to connect mm-hmm. with people, specifically with actors. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing, and mm-hmm. I witnessed him do it with you. Yeah. And I even even when we first met, I'd go home and I'd tell my wife like, yeah, it's like. He comes out five minutes before it happens, and he's like, mm-hmm. "All right, hey, how you doing?" And it doesn't <laughs> look like he's doing anything. Yeah, but yeah, he shared his vision with everyone else in the room that he's yep. probably worked with for years, yep. and so it's like it's in his head, and they're sharing that belief, they're sharing that thought, they're sharing that vision, yep. and so he can just come out and be like, "Oh yeah, that's cool. I like that yep. guitar. Yep. Yeah, it looks familiar. You know, yep. Robbie Robertson had one of those. You there know, you when go. we did this. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but it's because it is a team egoless approach. Yeah. yeah, and that and that I got the same thing from Joe. Yeah, good dude. Well, 
great dude shit man well you did it again bro yeah i appreciate you man (laughs) i appreciate joe so that's (laughs) good shit good shit so anyway who are you i am kwaku and who are you i'm atu and this is radio zamunda the dope shit believe it peace peace